you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 34th episode of Five Questions with Dan Shaw-Bell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is the former Teen Vogue editor-in-chief and current judge on Bravo's Project Runway, Elaine Welteroth. Born in Newark, California to a white father and African-American mother, Elaine majored in mass communications with a minor in journalism. Her first job was as a mascot wearing a bird suit. When she graduated college, Elaine went on to be an intern at advertising agency Ogilvy & Mather. Then she became a content producer at digital media company SoMarGirls.tv. She broke into the magazine world with an unpaid internship at Ebony Magazine, where she later became editor-in-chief Harriet Cole's assistant. From 2008 to 2011, Elaine worked full-time as the magazine's beauty and style editor. Then she joined Condé Nast, becoming the beauty and style editor at Glamour Magazine, followed by becoming the first ever after. African-American beauty and health director at Teen Vogue. In 2017, she became the magazine's youngest ever editor-in-chief. Elaine is a judge on Bravo's Project Runway and is the author of the new book, More Than Enough, claiming space for who you are no matter what they say. How did you break the barriers in your career as a minority? Having a game plan is what turns sort of any dream into a reality for anyone. You know, I didn't recognize that I was a barrier breaker until I had already signed up for a job <laughs> that, um, you know, didn't come with that label as part of it. When it was announced to the world in a headline, that way it became a turning point for me to recognize that being first to do something, um, being the youngest to do something, um, being one of the only um, people of color, minority to have a position um, for a say in a space where we once did not comes with a real responsibility. And for me, that responsibility was showing up more authentically and recognizing the value of my voice as an outsider. And I had to realize that assimilating is what helped me get into the room, but it was not going to help me change the game. And so I had to lean into my authentic self, my voice, my background, my community, and pull those stories and those experiences that previously had made me feel other and less than and unqualified and unworthy, and really recognize that those were the very things that were my superpowers. Um, and that gave me a point of difference that was actually quite valuable um, as an editor and as a storyteller and as a creative person. What lessons did you learn early on that allowed you to make better decisions today? Discovering what you don't want is just as important as finding out what you do want. Think that we go through life being asked, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to do? What's your passion? And I think that answering that is a process of exploration. And you have to do the things that actually ultimately aren't right for you in order to know 
in order to be pointed in the direction of what you are meant to do and what does feel good and right. And that's in relationships as well as friendships and work. So I think that's really important is not, you never should, you never have to have it all figured out from the beginning. You just have to put one step in front of the other and keep discovering what works for you and what doesn't work for you and, and allow enthusiasm to guide you on your journey. Follow the voice of enthusiasm, not the voice of fear. How can being authentic instead of blending in build self-confidence? You know, I'll say my most transformative work happened only when I was willing to take off the mask that I was wearing. And what I mean by that is that doing creative work that connects with people requires a level of vulnerability and risk-taking. And I will say that playing it safe serves almost no one if the goal is to push the world forward. So my mom has always said, what comes from the heart touches the heart. And in order to do work that is from the heart, you have to be true to your authentic voice, to who you are. I think in my career, like for many other people of color um, or women who are the only ones in, the, in a male-dominated industry, you have to learn how to stop assimilating, the pressure to assimilate, to conform, to fit the mold, to play by the old rules is something that we learn as a survival as survival tactics that help us become successful. But what will ultimately make us transformative is unlearning all of those assimilation tactics and finding a way to bring more of our authentic self to the work that we're doing. And when we do that, it will find its audience. It will find a deeper level of connection out in the world. And when you, when you find that kind of when you get that kind of positive momentum going where you have an audience of people or a consumer base who is responding to the work that you're doing from an authentic place, there is nothing like that in terms of building your self-confidence. There is nothing better, nothing sweeter than bringing more of you to the work and then finding that there are people in the world who have been waiting for that very thing that only you can give. So I think everyone on this earth has a zone of genius I think our obligation is to figure out what that is and eventually to operate from it and to fight against all the forces in the world and internally to make sure that we're spending more of our time in our zone of genius, which I define as doing that which only you can do. And when you're in that place, man, there's no, there's no self-confidence like that self-confidence that comes from being who you truly are and doing work that only you can do. Who has most influenced your thinking and what changes have you made as a result? I would say my mom has been my ultimate source of strength, identity, power, um, all good things flow through my mom in my life, straight to me. I mean, I think those who have had a really lovely, a loving, supportive mother or father figure are lucky and I consider myself very very lucky I think from you know in my life growing up as a child of you know the product of an interracial marriage you know navigating my racial identity was tricky for me and finding self-confidence in my skin when I didn't look like a lot of the people that I grew up with really it was challenging and my mom was always there to point me back in the direction of who I am. And she helped instill a sense of pride in me, even when 
sort of the world was telling me to shrink. I always say this, I'm like, when the world tells you to shrink, expand. And that really, that message came from my mother. And what's your best piece of career advice? Job titles are temporary, but purpose is everlasting. And I think it's important that we remind ourselves of that because so often we cling to job titles uh, or a certain salary or a certain career path as part of our identity or as the, as the things that come to define us in the world. And the truth is that purpose looks a lot of different ways and it can unfold in a lot of different ways. And I think that we should think about our lives and our careers as a series of dreams realized. You do not have to be defined by just one thing. You do not have to just be one title for the rest of your life. Your salary will look different over time, but it's important to stay rooted to your purpose and let that guide your career decisions. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Elaine. To follow her journey, you can read her book, More Than Enough, and find her on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, where she shares her inspirational quotes, travels, appearances, dance moves, and fashion. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com slash review now.